David, how's it going? It's going well, Max. Um, had a, a good week and oil touched 80 today, um, WTI, at uh, around 9 a.m. You know, we've been talking about 80, I think, since late June. Um, so it was nice to have that come true. Um, still think we're going 85 to 90. Uh, the, the only thing I'm starting to worry a little bit about, and we can talk about when Tracy gets on, is you know, what's happening in China. Uh, just from a deflationary near-term trend, but I think long-term, everything seems inflationary. Um, you know, Natty actually is doing well too, and you know, the sector as a whole in the last week, you know, energy stocks up 12%, and it's uh, it's kind of forcing people to pay attention. Um, Bitcoin's up 12% as well in the last five days too. So congratulations, Max. Yeah. I know your position is uh, you're on that side. I'm still on the Ethereum side, but uh, I'll probably come back at some point. But what? I don't even look at Ethereum. What is it doing? Is it, it's going up too, right? Same thing. Yeah, we're we're riding the same same wave, so no complaints at all. Um, yeah. it, it, the things that go ahead. Things I thought we could talk about and you know, kind of just dig into. You know, one was you know, kind of where is China? You know, at, and the impacts around their property crisis and really just the they've got a fixed exchange rate, so you've got this the system of Catching up with friends like one that makes the effective Boudreaux's butt paste in Southeast Asia that you use on babies' bottoms uh, for I know diaper well. rash. <laughs> the, uh, his factory now is at like one of the supply chain they actually manufacture in Singapore and Vietnam, um, but they're only getting three out of seven days a week of power uh, from their China suppliers. And so wow. you have this like ratcheting back um, several different places that you know, I think you know, there's just this, this need and they're trying to pump money into their economy. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see as China prints money, does that like kickstart the rest of the world capital investment to replace them? And does that end up being inflationary as a whole, uh, as the investment levels globally increase? Um, but that's the, that's the China and oil side. You know, there might be a little bit of near term headwinds, but I don't, I don't think it's anything like what the Delta variant headwinds were in August where we had that pullback and then on the natural gas side, you know, the only thing that I see is a, a little bit of speedo weather in the Northeast essentially um, for October in the 14 day forecast, but you know, really natty and propane, you know, it's more about drying uh, crops in the Midwest. And so in October, we'll see what happens in, in November and December. But you know, if we pull down 60 million barrels of propane, like we did last year, we're down to 10 and that isn't going to happen. Yeah. And so we're getting to crisis mode. We caught up with some operators uh, that have export contracts of ethane and propane. We can talk about what they said. We, we caught up with about 15 EMP companies and all the services and the majority of our midstream coverage in the last couple of weeks. And so can talk through some of the things they're saying, but it's just this, um, this, you know, convergence of inflation on the energy commodities of, I just think it's going to keep flowing. Um, so that's where things are. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't, it doesn't seem any uh, sense of slowing down. I mean, the thing in China really kind of freaks me out just because it's like <clears throat> understanding all the ripple effects. You're, you know, how much of it is like what we read on Twitter or online versus what's really happening. But you're seeing all these stories of, you know, production facilities in China getting shut down or getting, you know, slowed or only able to open a few days a week because of the energy side. And then you, to the backdrop of like 
where supply chain's already at. And it's just like, could the supply chain crunch or all the craziness going on there, could that end up being something that slows or is just going to be hiccups as we go? But the China stuff kind of freaks me out. I mean, you had the real estate deal a couple of weeks back, which I think was more contained than some people. Uh, I say that. I mean, we don't know. I mean, it freaked, that also, no, it's that a, all, go ahead. And they've got a they've got a fixed exchange rate, and so China Evergrande was an example of a property crisis, and property underwrites the value of your entire banking system. I think that was the largest one, but I think there's actually more more to come inside China, and as long you know, just keep remembering that. They, they haven't seen the central bank stimulus that the rest of the world has because of where their exchange rate is. And I, I think that there's, there's going to be a need um, where they'll, they'll be printing money as well. And you know, what that'll do is you know, drive down the cost of their products, and it'll be interesting to see, like, do we get tariffs or, and, and do we get inboarding, essentially, of, of the Chinese supply chain? Um, it feels like where things are going, like the... I've, I've talked about this before that the just in time, and I tweeted about it as well. You know, effectively, just in time or lean manufacturing across every sector, whether or not that's healthcare, industrials, energy, it was management teams selling the long tail risk of, of something going wrong on supply chains. And we've now had, you know, that event happen. And so it's, and it's happening all over the place. And, you know, whenever I think about, you know, supply chain problems, you know, I, I just keep thinking that you know we're going to see that, and I've, I've started ordering Christmas gifts already. So everybody on this that's listening, you know, take heed if you if you need something with plastic in it, um, that probably flows through the Southeast Asian markets, and you may not be able to buy it. Uh, so buy your PS3. Uh, I think it's a PS3, it's dude. It's PS5 right now, man. You're like two. I know, I'm being like, sarcastic. Okay. No, That's the I don't, only thing you're going to be able to buy is can, what I joked with. Can you even right. get around? Can you even get those anymore? Like I was looking at them last I can. year. You can get them now? On eBay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you have to pay Actually, more for was, them? I was trying to show, and I had a Sega Genesis. I wanted my, my sons to play hockey with me. Um, but yeah, I, I couldn't find one of those. So like um, NHL 97 or, 97 or yeah, something? Yeah, exactly. That was badass. You could not <laughs> stop uh, Lemieux at that point. You'd get in a fight and um, smashing the, uh, the button, yeah, trying exactly. to push the other guy. Um, it's so much fun. Yeah, I mean, the supply chain stuff, like, for Christmas, for sure. Like, you mentioned that a couple of weeks ago, and I already got my wife going, which she's usually pretty on top of it. But, I mean, all this stuff's going to ripple through. Like, what's going on with propane, touching back on that, I mean, I think I read that, like, if it continues on this pace, we're going to have uh, just a handful of days uh, versus where we're usually at in terms of storage. And, I mean, that's material because uh, that is just such a robust market. So many localities, you know, depend on propane. And so that's something that... uh that, you know, is just going to, I think it's going to be a big impact. And you look at like these other petrochemicals that are going up, that's going to ripple through to all the different prices. So to your point, it seems very inflationary, all this stuff. I mean, I just don't see anything. And then the jobs thing today, you know, coming out and it's like stagflation where we're, you know, they just keep pumping, uh, keep pumping dollars in. Everybody's, you know, brokerage accounts look great. So maybe, you know, you're not as worried about finding that next gig because you, uh, you're looking at the value of your house. You're getting, you know, you can refi cash out. Looking at the value of your, even if you're middle class, looking at the value of your stock portfolio, it's way up. Um, yep. So just is creating these distortions. Yep, totally. Um, do you want to? Um, go ahead. I was going to see if you want to text Tracy. I don't I'm know just if she's, gonna, that's what I was just doing. Exactly. Okay. So let me uh, let me send her a quick text message. Yeah. Um, Someone asked if we were recording it because they said they couldn't make it. And yes, we are recording it. We'll release it later. We'll just put it up on the podcast app. We usually do a stream, but. 
if you can't tell from my voice, I had a kind of a brutal last night. My little three-year-old gave me his stomach bug that was going around through his class, his preschool classroom. So that was a lot of fun. And I am just trying to piece it together today. Uh, so we didn't, we didn't do video, but we will be recording the audio and we'll be putting it out there. Um, yep. so <clears throat> what else did you, uh, anybody else in the crowd? we got a couple people in here. I mean, people can hop up too. It doesn't have to be just the two of us. If anybody wants to raise their hand, they can come in and, uh, and jump in. We probably won't have a ton of people up, but, um, we will open it up to a few people. If people want to get up here and, uh, and participate. So, Yeah. I'll give her a ring too in a second if she doesn't uh, respond. But yeah, we, we talked, we actually said a couple things for our agenda. So I, I was looking forward to going through them. So hopefully uh, she'll be able to get on. Um, you know, the only other factor that kind of thinking through kind of where, where the markets are. And, and we, we talked about, you know, propane as a whole. I think the thing that is, has been surprising and I got up with a, a good friend that, runs a, a bunch of offshore stuff, legacy shell and you know, the Ida storm, like Mars corridor being down, you know, until second quarter of next year, you kind of fit that into where OPEC countries are. Like I, I just actually think that you know, we're seeing a couple generalists come out of nowhere and come back um, where they've been thinking energy transition, but they're actually dusting off a little bit of legacy energy. Um, but it's like small, like it's not any big institutions by any means. Yeah. Uh, there's still a mandate against our sector. And so we just got to convince people that the building isn't burning down. Um, we were talking about it on our, our call today that essentially most of the world hasn't lived in an inflationary environment. And, you know, we, we went through my, my first car loan was a, a, a loan shark equivalent of 19% interest, but, when I said that, Stan remembered his dad going to the bank and getting a money market account for about that amount. And that was the about late 80s time frame. Um, and the reality is, is like you could get essentially, like like you said, jobs report wasn't great, but, but can you actually see, you know, an inflation rate environment that starts escalating like the early 2000s? Um, you know, there, there are some some definite headwinds as far as where inflation is going to go and where it comes from. And at some point liquidity into the market actually adds to the inflationary environment. And I know it's like that capital keeps getting invested. Um, so right. I, I do wonder uh, how that's going to flow. I'm going to mute for just a second. I'm going to give Tracy a quick yeah, call. I'll kind of carry it for a second. So the way, I, way I'm looking at it personally is that I have tried to position myself into things and this is an investment advice uh but things like you know we've looked hard at uh doing some real estate projects we've got a, a group that's working on that we just see anything where we can basically short the dollar and borrow debt underpinned by hard assets um, obviously bitcoin very active there uh may or may not bought have bought some what's miners this week that i'm uh going to plug in here soon so that's exciting but you know just themes and i mean obviously I have some exposure to the market but uh but cash is just getting punished and this inflationary theme you have to figure out a way uh, to position yourself if you do have assets that you want to invest in a way that can kind of counteract that. But, you know, I just don't know that they can raise rates. I mean, we had, had DRW on for the people in the oil and gas uh, world. You probably know uh, David Robinson Wood. He does the Hot Take of the Day podcast. Came over this week, and uh, we talked about this topic. And, you know, he says that uh, they're going to raise rates, and it's going to happen pretty kind of knee-jerk and quickly here. 
And I kind of asked, like, do they have the ability to? I mean, I'm just, I'm questioning whether they can. I mean, it's kind of like damned if you do, damned if you don't. And so I don't know what's going to happen on that front, but I just have a hard time seeing them materially raising rates. Uh, I think that they've kind of painted themselves into a corner. Uh, energy is going to continue to go up. Uh, it's going to ripple through everything into, you know, Hike's point earlier, it's just highly inflationary. And it's just going to touch everything. I mean, I think we were uh, on a thread earlier and somebody was didn't really understand the implications on, like, for example, the petrochemical side. There you go, David. You back on? Yeah, I, I got their voicemail, so we'll see. Um, maybe something came up. Um, no worries. Send her regrets, but it'll be all right. Um, so the only other factor, and I'm curious, uh, I'm going to uh, kind of thinking through where energy stocks are as a whole. And so you know, we caught up with, Comstock obviously increased their activity, adds 100 million a day of gas uh, next year. But caught up with a private company in in the Haynesville as well, and you know, they're really in the situation where throughout the supply chain they just don't know at three dollar gas does it really incentivize picking up a rig. And you know, he went through everything from you know what if we can't get tubulars because they get stuck on you know some train or truck or ship someplace. You know what if this happens. It was kind of like all of these risk factors in that tail event of what could happen as you're trying to spin up a, a drilling program. You know, there just wasn't the ability or confidence, at least, in even the gas strip for for him to start, start ramping. But what I thought also was interesting is we kind of talked to the publics and privates. There's a degree of if you're buying something, you, know, you want to have you don't actually want companies to accelerate and drill up their best inventory. And so you kind of have this push-pull of, you know, if, you, if you're private and you want an exit at some point, you're kind of running at a good level. The, the strip is close to triggering more activity, but there's a worry of like, what if I can't sustain it? And then if I do sustain it, am I actually getting to the point where two years from now, I may not be as, as positive a uh, target, uh, which I was the first time I'd heard that. Um, as far as the exit of a, of a private and a meaningful size private in the basin. Yeah. Actually um, talked to private out, out in that part of the world as well. This weekend we're looking at, you know, getting after it and getting uh, some drilling going. And it's just, even in the midstream aspect of their, <clears throat> of their specific asset, it just wasn't going to be easy. It was like, you know, staring down the barrel of 10 to 12 months uh, to get the type <laughs> of facilities that they would need in place. Yep. I mean, you're talking, you know, just compression alone, uh, the pipe, you know, yes, that's going to take some time, but we would have had to install some D-high. would have to install some compression. And these wells are just so big that, you know, you think about, oh, we got all this gas, but you just can't flip a switch. Um, and so we're looking at different no. options for them, and it's not pretty. I mean, it's basically going to be – it's going to take time to get the gas online if they can do it. Well, that, that was exactly his comment as well, and I could have added on, but you hit it on the midstream. It's if you – force it into the system, your system may not be able to take it. So then you're having to pay up for, you know, both your gas, your gas processing, you know, effectively each component could be a little bit more expensive. Um, and so it doesn't all just fall into place that easily. Um, so I, I thought that was interesting. The one thing that I also heard though, was on the, on the private side, there is a lot of white space in frac schedules. Yeah, And, you know, when you, when you talk to the public companies, I mean, they're running machines of, you know, exact amount of rigs to the exact amount of fracks. So they you know, don't pick up and don't drop down. But, you know, the, the private side typically has drilling or frack holidays into the end of the year. 
you know, I, I think we could see that, but you know, the, you know, talking to a service company about it and like the, the refract program will be like, you know, we refract a well and then it can go like three days until we get another refract done. And then, so there's all this white space and frack and then everything associated with it. And the comment that stuck with me though, on, on the white space was going into the fourth quarter, trucking is going to become a problem as you know, truck drivers are being daily cash paid right now. And so if you have a white space time where you have a water hauling trucker who's supposed to bring out your frack water, um, and then you have two days down, that guy or gal has you know, found another job and it might be for Amazon, you know, for going into the, into the Christmas season. And so you might have, you know, this dramatic escalation in water costs has already happened. It's up 67% year to date for trucking water in the Permian. Um, and they're already at daily rates. And, you know, if you have those, that white space emerge on frack, you might actually then have downtime of not being able to get everything to site at the right time. And so it may compound on itself through the fourth quarter um, on the private side in particular, which again, this isn't you know, big private companies and, you know, the Mewburns or the endeavors of the world. These are the, the smaller companies that um, we don't know as well, but you know, that, you know, calling it, I think one of the public companies on the frack side said that, when I bounced that off, I was like, yeah, if we could have run 87 days in the quarter, we'd probably run 53 days uh, for one one operator that was a meaningful um, private, uh, just to give an order of magnitude the amount of downtime that they had on their fleet. Um, but it's just interesting. I don't know. It's gonna, yeah. I was going to say, I talked to another uh, CEO of a private EMP that's more in an oil way to play and someone who's had a lot of success and as uh, a fairly high profile name, who's just kind of crushed it on timing. And it wasn't real uh, rosy around, you know, he's like, look, we bought this asset. It's like heavily hedged. You know, maybe we have 20% exposure to this, you know, the price is going up like this, but we're pretty much hedged out for years. Uh, you know, now we can't buy anything. It's gotten so aggressive. He's like, everybody wants to get their two and 20. He's like, groups are direct raising, you know, they're getting into processes and getting outbid by two X the, the next competitor or 1.7 X, the next competitor below them or that they're below the person who won. And so he's like, there's just people are uh, having to deploy, wanting to deploy like, so on the buying new assets side, uh, very difficult. And then for the existing asset that he owns, which I thought he'd be very happy about it. He's like, well, we're not getting really much if any of this benefit. He then just kind of went in about the service cost creep. And we talked about this last week with Josh was asking, and it's like, you know, the service costs have, uh, gone way up it's pushed back out like you're talking about like can you get um can you get anything up and going and so he's like the margins aren't what you would think they are so i think that that could be weighing on growth for multiple other people in a similar situation i just could see his situation uh for anybody else that kind of bought stuff uh, prior to this recent run-up yep bottom of the seventh astros just took the lead five to four uh just for all you uh that might not be baseball fans sorry for your um, uh, cards the other night it's brutal Man, I got my third Moderna booster shot, or my booster shot, and laid there watching the game, and and uh, going out 10, 0 for ten with runners in scoring position for the Cardinals, and uh, going out a two-run shot in the bottom of the ninth was uh, that was brutal. But yeah, I appreciate the condolences. Yeah. They, I'm not a huge baseball guy, but the, you know, I'm from, my dad's from Pittsburgh. And so like, uh, there was a couple years with the Pirates. Oh, sorry. I don't, yeah. I don't watch the Pirates <laughs> much, but, uh, 
they got to the wild card a couple years back and yeah. both times got beat. And it was just like, this is lame. Uh, you get that one shot. But, uh, Hey, if anybody wants to jump up, uh, you can, I don't know what's going on with Tracy. Maybe we can get her next week. I just, yeah. uh, we haven't been able to get a hold of her, but you know, what else hike, what else is going on this weekend? Uh, what else is going on if we can keep, that you can share with Pickering that's not uh, confidential? What's got you excited? Um, filtering so uh what can i actually talk yeah. about we're actually so we've got a big event coming up in in december in austin um call it a festival of energy and teams fest where technology and energy and mobility all fit together and really our goal is to have call it 120 of the cool people that everybody that's an md at, at pickering energy partners wants to have at an event and, and we invite 210 institutional investors and call it a hundred of the companies that we follow and that'll be across the energy spectrum. So legacy energy and energy transition coming together with, with this view of imagine two jazz fest tents, you know, one that is um, legacy energy and one that is energy transition um, and just doing panel presentations and then one-on-one -on -one meetings. I just think it's going to be a, a fun time. Um, so, so that's coming up, you know, we, we also have a, a for our, for our partnership level subscribers, we just set up Friday night lights in, in Midland, Odessa. So around that football game, we're meeting with, you know, the four largest private producers in, in the Permian and the three largest public producers, um, with, you know, we'll call it our four or five partnership level clients. And so you know, I think that'll be fun too. Like, and we'll have to, po we'll host a poker night, um, after that for, people in industry we used to do that at hiking and energy and i know dan loves poker and so you know some of y'all came to the hiking and energy ones i know Viggs actually kind of picked it up and ran with it in houston for a bit but um you know we'll do that as well so we've got a few fun things coming because again it's just like it's been kind of a crappy covid year of just people not getting together seven to four astros by the way um but it's been a crappy covid year and you know it's fun to see fans in the stadiums and I think people just want to meet face to face and start rebuilding relationships. We've, we've successfully hired four people in the last two weeks. Um, nice. now, um, got a, got a buy cider, uh, coming uh, from New York down to Houston and three people that were in industry that are going to join our analyst team, uh, on the transition and legacy side. So we've, uh, we've had a, a bit of a hiring spree and, you know, in the financial services world, it's it's interesting where bonuses are so critical. You know, hiring people in October, I I would have in September when we started this process, I I thought we'd have everybody in place in February, but now we're going to hit the ground running from our research content and the the fun stuff we'll be doing around these events. And you know, the the world's changed a little bit, and you know, we we saw one of our competitors. You know, there's some transitions happening. You know, we've got the anchor in, in Mr. Pickering on the eighth floor, but the, the tutor and the Holt actually announced they're retiring at the end of the year. And so, you know, we're coming after them. And, you know, I think that we're not coming after them from the standpoint of, you know, legacy or advisory. We just think we can do better work. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to put up the, you know, we're all on the same golf course in the market and we all swing the clubs differently. And you know, I think we're better. Um, and so, I think that it's going to be fun to to actually uh, pass them up over the next couple of years, and Love I hope it. they're on. And, and I'm I'm a competitive guy, and 
and uh, this is me speaking personally. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks That's for the great. plug. I, yeah. I appreciate it. What do you have? Uh, uh, I, didn't, a... I didn't intend to go through that, but <laughs> no. that, uh, you, you caught me there. I got a couple things that we've been working on. I think that we are again, still pretty happy with what we're seeing in the private side. Guys are, you know, obviously doing well financially, a lot of, a lot of clients looking to buy assets. We'll see how many are successful. So, you know, probably a lot of them thinking about selling or wanting to sell. Uh, one that printed uh, this week is a longtime client, but the Tapstone Diversified deal. Uh, so Tapstone's been a group we've worked with for a long time. Um, so that was, a, I think, a decent outcome for the, uh, for the firm. You know, the employees went through that restructure, so I don't know how all their equity mm-hmm. was taken care of. But, uh, but in terms of just going to show you how quick the market can change from uh, an asset that a lot of people didn't really see had much value into an asset that, uh, you know, had plenty of suitors as far as I could tell. I mean, I don't know the inner working details of the process, but it seemed like there was plenty of buyers there. So, you know, I think that's healthy. Um, on the, we talked about earlier when you hopped off to try to call Tracy doing some real estate stuff. We actually got a little fund that we've raised uh, for the Broken Bow uh, part of the world and it is almost fully subscribed. We're actually like about to turn it off and start focusing on fund two. And so really excited. We've got three cabins that we're going to build here in the Q4 that we're going to start. Fun too. We're looking at buying some some raw land. We're looking at some deals. And so that's just been a fun non-oil and gas uh, part of mm-hmm. my business life that I've been really enjoying. And we had a, a pretty, you know, not to brag, but sometimes you got to talk about your wins. We did have a nice little exit event here this last week. Uh, didn't take much time to celebrate. We're kind of pushing that pulling you know, pushing those funds back into new projects, but we did have a nice exit event there. And so that's all been really positive. Um, on the Bitcoin side, you know, we actually bought a couple what's miners just for my home. I'm going to start doing some home mining, I think here soon. So I pulled the trigger on a couple of, uh, machines for the house. I actually need to get a, need to get a, uh, electrician over to do a 240 drop. So, uh, trying to figure out where I'm going to put those. Um, they're pretty loud. They're about the, each one's about the noise of a blender. And then we're also looking at just some stranded wells that we think we've got a line of sight on getting a little deployment there. So just been pretty busy. I mean, that's just kind of got the main business. We got the side projects going. The podcast this week ripped through a bunch of episodes. Had DRW kind of come over. Uh, he texted me at like five o'clock and was like, "Hey, I'm flying into Oklahoma City. I'll be here in you know an hour and a half." Uh, and he just like came over and we did one live, which was fun. He's just like such a natural podcaster. I mean, the guy can just go. Uh, had one on, uh, Monday with Stacy McDonald actually had uh, a couple today that I had to reschedule cause I didn't feel well, but, um, just a very busy week on the podcast front. So I think these, and then I also got a, uh, my first, I don't want to spoil it, but I got my first public company CEO that should be coming on here in a couple weeks. I'm pretty excited about that. And, uh, it's just been positive. It's been positive. It seems like the momentum's building. I think I tweeted this week, like, how about oil and gas Twitter right now? Like, let's go. It's like, uh, I mean, man, everybody's just, I, you know, this morning woke up to see $80 a barrel and I was like, what year am I in? Like, this is <laughs> just feels almost kind of bizarre. So, uh, overall pretty positive to be, you know, to be honest, it's been good. We've got a bunch of cool projects and, uh, and things just seem to be trending in a way that is, uh, better than 2020. I'll tell you that much in terms of, uh, just the overall vibe of business in general. I'm glad to hear it. And, uh, actually, trying to think how we can end on anything better than that note like yeah we should, we should 2021 just, is definitely ending better than 2020 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we both got our, I'm, I'm excited to see your business do well and, and hopefully vice versa. And we'll figure out a way to actually you know, make some money together. Yeah, um, let's do it. Let's do it in the future. Let's do it. All, All right, right, guys. Sorry, Tracy, Thanks, you can hop everybody. on. We'll get her on maybe or somebody we else. Will we'll have it. a guest next week. This is a short one, but everybody that tuned in, I appreciate it. We'll be on the podcast app after, and uh, thank you guys. Have a great weekend. All right. Bye, y'all.